Welcome in Thursday edition. Mike Steely here at a great new place, Champion Home Loans. They have a new location. It's their grand opening today. Grand opening, Champion Home Loans here at 34 Southwest 104th Street in South Oklahoma City, right here in Moore, America. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, winning experience. Give them a call at 405-716-4565. That's 405-716-4565. Or you can visit winwithchampion.com. That is winwithchampion.com to apply for a loan here. Uh, come home a champion today with Champion Home Loans. So I'm out here on location today. We want to thank, of course, also Tim Lasher and his company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, for sponsoring our opening hour here on Steel Man and Thune on the Ref Radio Network as we get ready for Bedlam 2022. And uh, Parker Thune, the execs, got together at ABC and said, you know what, we need to put 5-5 five and five Oklahoma on national television against Oklahoma State. How surprising was that to you, that the Sooners and the Cowboys, in a Bedlam Series matchup that's lost a lot of luster, is going to be on uh, ABC and the nationally televised game Saturday night? Yeah, I think everybody's more than a little bit surprised that Bedlam ended up getting a primetime slot because it's not often that you see a 6.30 kick for a game that means as little in the grand scheme of things as this game between OU and Oklahoma State. Obviously, there's a lot at stake for both of these programs, Oklahoma certainly doesn't want to lose two in a row to little brother, and especially with Oklahoma on their way out, presumably in the next couple of years to the SEC, Oklahoma State wants to be able to claim supremacy, if nothing else, at the very tail end of this rivalry series. So a lot at stake for both of these programs still, and you've heard that sentiment echoed from players and coaches throughout the week, but in the grand scheme of things, when you look at the rest of the college football world, This game just really doesn't mean much at all. Yeah, it's it's very unusual because this has been a very meaningful game uh, over the years recently. Mike Gundy's done a really good job of the Oklahoma State program. The Sooners have dominated the series, but uh, the Cowboys won last year in Stillwater when uh, it certainly appeared because of what happened afterwards that Muleshoe had one foot out the door already. But uh, Oklahoma State has won back-to-back games in the Bedlam Series since 2001 and 2002. And, uh, of course, that was the uh, Rashawn Woods catch in the corner of the end zone against the Sooners. And the next year, uh, it was Les Miles and company beating the Sooners by 10 in Stillwater. Yet, the Sooners, for all their struggles, they are a a 7.5-point favorite in this matchup against the Cowboys. Some of that has to be, you know, Spencer Sanders He's going to play. I mean, we're going to be shocked if he doesn't play. The question is, how healthy is Spencer Sanders? How effective can he be? Just having him out there is going to be a lift for Oklahoma State because we saw what he did last week, you know, coming in and playing the role of superhero uh, to lead the Cowboys to that ugly victory. But it it was a win for Oklahoma State, and much of that was due to Spencer Sanders, and I thought the Cowboy defense did a pretty decent job uh, in that matchup as well. So, uh, for a lot of national fans, this will be another look. I guess the Nebraska game was one uh, where, you know, a national TV audience gets to see Brent Venables and the Sooners in action. And there are a lot of opinions out there right now on Brent Venables. Uh, there's no real middle ground among, you know, national fans and certainly Sooner fans. I think for the most part, Oklahoma fans, for the most part, get it. Brent, 
you know, certainly they're very disappointed at 5-5. Five and five. Oklahoma can't be a 5-5 five and five football team, but they think, you know, growing pains here. Brent's still got a good resume, and eventually he'll get this turned around. But there are other national people who are uh, also boomer doomers out there, and one of those is Brandon Walker of the Unnecessary Roughness uh, podcast. Here's what uh, mainly Brandon Walker had to say with his crew yesterday about Brent Venables at Oklahoma. The Oklahoma Sooners are 5-5, five and five, just lost to West Virginia. They're- I am ready to say my take on this. Uh-oh. Before you say your take, I think that most – Oklahoma fans, if they were being truthful and rational, would say they don't know. The ones that want to be loud and want to be obnoxious are going to say he's our guy because they don't want to admit that Lincoln leaving was going to make their program worse. Well, I'm going to say something to, to all of us. Say it. Say it with your chest. If you are jostling in between I don't know and he's our guy, you're both wrong. He's not. Because I think he's the wrong guy. Oh, wow. Just flat out. Not you good- show up at a place that's used to winning like Oklahoma is used to winning. And you go five and five. And you can you can talk me down. You can say, oh, my God, Lincoln took so many players, so much of people. If you show up and you go five and five at Oklahoma, something is very, very wrong. Brandon Walker on the Unnecessary Roughness podcast talking about the situation at Oklahoma, and that is our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central has clinics in Norman, Midwest City, and now a new Tri-City location serving Newcastle, Blanchard, and Tuttle. These full-service clinics treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. They do a great job helping uh, local athletes in the Oklahoma City Norman area, and now the Tri City location again, Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. All right, so I want to ask you guys on the Air Comfort Solutions text line here what Brandon Walker had to say, and there's some other people out there that share that same opinion. Uh, why? Very simple question. Why do you think Oklahoma, this program, is in this spot right now? Why do you think the Oklahoma football program is in this spot right now, unranked? Five and five, you know, still trying to get bowl eligible. What's the reason? It's a very simple question. Answer that today. And whatever else you have on your mind at the uh, on the uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. Big visit weekend, Parker Thune, and uh, DJ Hicks is still coming, right? He's still coming, Steely. That's still the plan. And he, Damian Sanford, and Ashton Sanders are going to be your three official visitors this weekend. So you got a whole bunch of guys coming unofficially, but your three official visitors for this football game are going to be the law firm of Hicks and Sanford as well as Ashton Sanders out of Los Angeles. Yeah, I had a, an A&M fan uh, you know, uh, reach out to me on Twitter and said, uh, Hicks isn't going anywhere. He's sticking with A&M. And, and my thought is, well, why is he taking an official visit to Oklahoma, right? I mean, obviously Jimbo doesn't have the same standard in terms of whether you're committed to us or not. So, again, and uh, is, does that mean that Oklahoma has a you know 75% chance to flip David Hicks from uh, A&M to Oklahoma? Mm, probably not. But, Parker, if he's taking an official visit to Oklahoma, 
then Oklahoma still has a shot. And uh, I think you said about a 30% shot the other day. Was that right? Yeah, I would put it at 30%. But, look, I've also said in the past that I think if DJ Hicks ends up at Bedlam, I think in the end he's a Sooner. And so, look, I, it's not that cut and dried, and I don't want to make it seem like it is. And that's more me prognosticating and speculating than going with Intel because Intel can only tell you so much and carry you so far with a situation like that of DJ Hicks. But, man, to me, there is no bigger visit this weekend than Damian Sanford's because that's going to be crucial. You know that you got DJ Hicks wrapped around your finger, right? And if he commits elsewhere – it's not going to be because he doesn't absolutely love the University of Oklahoma and every single one of the coaches on that staff. It's going to be because of the cha-ching factor, right? And so if you can sell Damian Sanford on OU, that's going to go a long way towards sealing up Hicks because we know the primary reason why Hicks committed to Texas A&M, but if you're looking at some of the ancillary reasons, one of the primary ones – I, I, one of the primary ancillary reasons, uh, which is somewhat self-defeating. But one of the biggest ancillary reasons why Hicks committed to Texas A&M was because his best friend is Damian Sanford. And you don't need to look any further than all of the offers that Sanford has gotten in the last couple months for evidence of that reality. Every single school that's ramped up their pursuit of Hicks down the stretch has also offered Sanford. You don't bother doing that unless you really, really believe that getting that kid drastically increases your chances of getting DJ Hicks as well. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, we'll see, uh, you know, how this visit goes coming up this weekend. Uh, other guys coming in, I guess David Stone is coming in. Did we ever hear anything on uh, Zadavian Sims? Going to be at Michigan uh, State. Uh, okay. Stacy Gage is going to be in town. That's a big one. Okay, Stacy Gage, running back originally from Oklahoma, and is he out at IMG? He is. Uh, no, 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 yeah. not, not not IMG. He was at IMG. He's now at Wharton High School in Tampa. Oh, okay. So there you go. Uh, it's going to be a big weekend there. There's no doubt about it. And I another guy on Twitter, why in the world would they have David Hicks coming in when OSU's going to beat him by half a hundred, you know? And I'm like, first of all, uh, Oklahoma State, I don't know that Oklahoma State in its current state can score half a hundred. I'm not saying that the Cowboys won't go in and win the game. A lot depends on the health of Spencer Sanders and how effective he can be. And absolutely, Oklahoma can win this football game. There is no doubt. But the problem is the Sooners have to get out of their own way to win this game. But, you know, I, I don't think, you know, unless it's just a total disaster of a football game like TCU or Texas or something, that that's going to have any effect. You know, it's it's kind of short-sighted to think, yeah, you know, I was I was really thinking about Oklahoma, but, man, they lost that Bedlam game by two touchdowns, and that, that completely changed everything for me. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game, and, again, the Sooners are now a seven and a half point favorite against the Cowboys. Oklahoma 5-5 five and five and Oklahoma State with the uh, comeback win against Iowa State last week at 7-3. and three. Okay, I'm here on location today. It's Steel Man and Thune, Thursday edition. We're at the grand opening of Champion Home Loans at 34 Southwest, 104th Street here in South Oklahoma City. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, and a winning experience. Called them up at 405 405- 716-4565 or visit them online to apply at win 
winwithchampion.com. That is winwithchampion.com. Coming right back, we'll go to the text line, 405-651-3439. Why is the Oklahoma football program in this place right now? What is the reason, the main reason? Let us know. We'll get to your text coming up next. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We're trying to figure it out over here at uh, Champion Home Loans. What's going on with Sooner football? We are trying to figure out how a program like Oklahoma's five and five. But you know what? Sometimes it uh, it happens to the best of them. All right. And speaking of the best, Champion Home Loans new location, grand opening, thirty fourth street or i'm sorry 34 southwest 104th street here in uh, moore champion home loans great rates low fees winning experience you can call them 405-716-4565 or visit them online winwithchampion.com to apply all right uh we do have tj eckert coming up at 135 today we'll talk bedlam football with tj on the riverwind casino hotline coming up here in a little bit in the meantime Let's get to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Parker, you ready? Let's go. The biggest problem with OU is inexperience. Our best players are freshmen and sophomores. And our staff, oh, hang on, the rest of the text is loading, hasn't fully gelled yet. There you go. Okay. All right. That's one theory from the 918. The problem is, this is from another listener, We have a new offense and a new defense. We have some young guys. We lost a Heisman quarterback and a lot of great players to the draft and the portal. Yeah, and let's remember again last year. I mean, that team won 11 games. But that team, they could have been beaten by Tulane. They could have been beaten by Nebraska. Could have been beaten by West Virginia. Could have been beaten by Iowa State throwing into the end zone at the end of the game. Could have been beaten by Texas. Now, give them credit. They found a way to win. And some of that, of course, was uh, when Caleb Williams uh, came in at quarterback. That that changed the dynamic. He made some phenomenal plays to save a couple games. But that team, Parker, was on the on the brink of having possibly a season somewhat similar to this one. You know? Um, and this team has there – were, there were more playmakers on that roster on defense – Obviously, when you have Nick Benito and you have Isaiah Thomas and Perry on Winfrey and DTY and Brian Osamoa, and, of course, you had a better quarterback last year, uh, those guys, again, were able to make the plays to win those games that were in question. The Sooners don't have enough. They don't have that margin of uh, error, that big a one like they had a year ago with that team, and they don't have a quarterback savior to do it either. And even Caleb Williams couldn't save the day against Baylor or Oklahoma State. So, um, you know, I, I do think maybe that that team was teetering on so many occasions last year in games, and they, they escaped. And, uh, you know, 
with the with the guys that went on to the NFL. We talked about the five guys on the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, especially and obviously Caleb going to Southern Cal. I don't know. Maybe maybe this shouldn't be a huge shock to as many people out there. Well, and you think about it, and maybe we didn't value this as much as we should have, but you think back on that 2021 season, right? You lose to Texas if not for Caleb Williams. You lose to Kansas if not for Caleb Williams. Yep. I'd say you lose to Iowa State if not for Caleb Williams. That's a 7-5 and five season absent a legendary performance down the stretch in the second half from a quarterback that had no business as a true freshman being thrown into the fire like that. But he did everything OU needed him to do and more to win some of those football games. Again, he couldn't always rescue them, as you saw against Baylor and Oklahoma State. But, man, anybody operating under the expectation that Dylan Gabriel was going to come in and do the same things that Caleb Williams did a year ago was fooling themselves. And we said it in preseason, right? See, like, Dylan Gabriel isn't Caleb Williams because no one is. So you're going to have to play better all around in order to win these same football games that you otherwise would have won uh, without a whole lot of doubt, without a whole lot of question back in 2021. Uh, Mule Shoe is taking a lot of blame on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, as you can imagine. One listener says, I believe it has to do with Mule Shoe's recruiting and development. A lot of these players haven't been coached well at least when he was there, and Venables is doing the best he can to try and coach them up. Yeah, th- there's there's a lot of merit in that, and it's, it, it automatically sounds like an excuse, but it is reality. And at the same time, you know, they, uh, you know, Brent said it, they, they haven't coached, you know, uh, at, at a high level in some games. I, I haven't liked some of the decisions, certainly didn't like the field goal decision, uh, last week in Morgantown, it's easy to say afterwards, but I don't know. I, I just want to see him be, be a little more aggressive, particularly when you're in a situation like that. And I know people will say, make the field goal, man, it's still makeable. Yes, but uh, I would have liked to have seen them be a little more aggressive on some of the fourth down calls in the last two games. Um, I, I'm still a believer in this staff. They've done too well. Now, again, you can always counter with, well, we know that Brent was a good coordinator. We don't know how he's going to work out as a head coach, and that's absolutely right. And so far, the early returns are, are not that good, but you've got to give the man some time. I, I still believe in the guy. All right, 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's head back there. A shark asks, would you now call Spencer Rattler a bust and Carl's Jr. should have been the starter all along? I mean, listen, I was on record way early on saying that Carl's Jr. should have been the starter immediately. Like, I, I, I was driving that bus. But I, I, I will say this. I am surprised. I think a lot of people are surprised at how bad Caleb Williams, or not Caleb Williams, but Spencer Rattler has been this year. Now, I did not expect that he was going to come out and blow the doors off at South Carolina. But, man, it's been rough to watch because he does not look like the same dude in terms of that confidence, in terms of that swagger that he was in 2020. And he had a really dang good stretch in 2020. Yeah, it's almost it, – it reminds me a little bit of uh, – or looks similar to what's happened with Baker Mayfield in the NFL. And Baker's going to start this weekend. We'll have some Baker sound a little bit later against the Baltimore Ravens this week. But kind of like uh, when your confidence really gets beaten down and, you know, a fan base is all over you and you try and stay away from that stuff. But I think it's uh, – it certainly affected Spencer Rattler. First of all, got to say yes. Is he overrated? Yes, based on the results we've seen last year and on into this year. For a five-star, you know, a guy last year 
when the season began, ESPN ranked the top players in college football last year. Spencer Rattler was number one. Spencer Rattler was number one. He was going to be a first-round pick. You know, uh, likely a lot of people thought the first quarterback taken, and this would, be, would have been his last year at Oklahoma. Certainly didn't work out that way, no doubt. Um, I, I don't think there's any question. But I, I do think, man, the, the kid lost confidence. And keep in mind, he did quarterback Oklahoma to a Big 12 championship. But, uh, you know, since then, man, um, it has not been good. Not been good at all. All right, 405-651-3439 in the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Michael from OKC says, I still think Brent is the right guy. However, despite who left, the lack of talent experience, 5-5 five and five is inexcusable and maybe the biggest head-scratcher I can remember. I thought 10-2 and two was worst case. Guess I drank the Kool-Aid and the, conf- the conference is much better, too. Yeah, that hasn't helped. And that's kind of contributed to the imperfect storm for Oklahoma here in 2022. The fact that yeah. the Big 12 all of a sudden is deep. The Big 12 yeah. had not run this deep in years. No doubt. I mean, like I said, there really aren't any uh, easy putts. And usually you're thinking, all right, we got Kansas. You know, that's a that's a tap-in putt for us. But there, there aren't any. And, look, I think that West Virginia team that beat Oklahoma last week in Morgantown is an awful football team. I don't think they're any good at all. Now, you know, props to a guy like Garrett Green who came in, came into the game and played, you know, played his derriere off against Oklahoma. But again, I think that was more about what Oklahoma did to affect uh, their chances to win the game than anything that West Virginia did. Uh, I mean, that was, like I said, you could argue that was the worst West Virginia football team that Oklahoma's ever played. And uh, they lost that matchup to the Mountaineers. So, yeah, I do think there was this zeal, this passion that Oklahoma fans had because when Muleshoe left, you know, look, that felt like Etu Brute, man, you got stabbed in the back. And uh, you, you can't imagine that any coach would leave the University of Oklahoma for another college job, maybe the NFL. And then you're thinking, man, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? You know, and uh, Brent Venables you know, has been the best D.C. in college football since he left Oklahoma. And what have you been wanting? You wanted a tougher football team. You wanted a better tackling, better defensive team. Brent Venables is the guy who fits that bill. And then you bring in Jerry Schmidt, and then there's this maybe unrealistic expectation. Man, automatically Oklahoma's going to be playing dominating defense, and they're going to be tougher and more physical than anybody with Brent and Schmitty back. And when that didn't happen... And then things started going south, and then you have games where, again, you can't get the big play you need to win a football game. Then the fans are like, okay, well, what's going on here? What's going on more than anything else is this is a team, as you talked about, Parker, I think a lot of these guys need to be rewired from what had happened during the Muleshoe era. And sometimes that wiring takes and works, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, let's, it, it has in a lot of cases. I got one more from the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Really good point from the 918, and it's another thing that we have talked about quite a bit. The Sooners need more leaders and accountability, especially as it pertains to vocal leadership. Need a few more Braden Willises. Yeah, and, and a lot of times kind of the leadership starts and ends with your quarterback. That's the first guy you look to. And I think dealing – Gabriel's a good kid. He's not. He doesn't appear to be a vocal leader when I hear him interviewed. I think he's well-spoken, articulate, all that stuff. But he's certainly not a Baker Mayfield, you know, 
fiery kind of guy at all. Kyler Murray wasn't either, but Kyler Murray backed it up with his play. Like I, like I said, Baker was heavy metal, and, and Kyler Murray was smooth jazz. I'm not sure what Dylan Gabriel is in that department. Maybe easy listening. I don't know. But there doesn't seem to be one guy that has kind of taken charge on either side of the ball as the guy you point at and go, that's the leader right there. You know? At least I haven't seen it. No, you're exactly right, and that's the issue. That's one of the primary issues with this football team is you don't know whose team it is, right? And in years past, with a few exceptions, but I think there's been a common denominator across all all those exceptions, and that's that the team has not lived up to expectations. But all the teams that did, man, you knew whose team it was. Yeah, and again, the other part of the equation is the fact that Oklahoma fans, you know, started to believe that, well, just, you know, it's a birthright to have a great, you know, NFL Heisman Trophy contending quarterback every year. And guess what? That's not normal, even in a program like Oklahoma, to get a run of quarterbacks like that. Uh, Certainly, Sooner fans were spoiled with some great QB play for years and years and years. All right. We're here at Champion Home Loans. It's their grand opening, new location grand opening here at 20, uh, 34th uh, Southwest 104th Street in Oklahoma City. I need Somebody told me 26, and I need to scratch that out. The ring of fire, ladies and gentlemen. Will the Sooners be in it again this weekend? We shall see. Coming right back. Here on the home of Sooner fans, it is the one and only Ref Radio Network. Stay here. Welcome back here at Champion Home Loans Grand Opening, new location, 34 Southwest, 104th Street in uh, South Oklahoma City. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, winning experience here at Champion Home Loans. Call them up at 405-716-4565 or visit them online, winwithchampion.com to apply. Don't forget. Friday night, I know it's going to be a little bit chilly, but the wind's not going to be much of a factor. And you know what to do in winter, right? When you're outside, you just dress in layers. You get those heated gloves and everything. You can do that with your feet, too. Get the feet warmers, all of that stuff, because you don't want to miss Bedlam Beats and Bites. Coming up Friday night, outdoors, Riverwind Casino, the Eli Young Band, opening act, Wade Bowen. Tickets are only 5 bucks. Presented by Riverwind and Phillips 66. Tickets are only 5 bucks at riverwind.com. Or you can uh, get them right there at the casino box office. Food trucks everywhere. Kid-friendly environment. They've got kid games. Bring your folding chairs. Get bundled up and have a great time outdoors. And plus, when you're amongst people, a large group, you're going to get warmer. You're, you'll be fine. You will be fine. Bedlam Beats and Bites coming up. Friday night. Uh, for more information, just go to riverwind.com. But again, those tickets are only five bucks a piece. 
And uh, you can get them online again at riverwind.com. Or if you're going to the casino, just drop by the box office and get yours today. Battle Beats and Bites happening tomorrow night out at Riverwind. Okay, uh, Doug has a text for us. Is that right? Doug does have a text for us. Do you want to get to it? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, let's boy. do it. Okay, Steely, we don't deal in could-have-beens. You are what your record says you are. It's a very convenient excuse to blame Lincoln Riley for Brent Venable's massive failure. The reason we won many could-have-been games last year was Lincoln Riley and many very good players who are now gone. And the reason we are now 5-5 five and five is Brent Venables and many very average players. Stop making excuses. Riley was fine as long as he was 11-2 and two every year. And Venables is not the coach the sunshine-pumping OU fan base wanted him to be. Isn't that what we just said? I'm kind pretty, of. Uh, that I is, mean, didn't we say the roster was better last I, year? I, and they I had more players to make plays. I, I mean, I, I, hello. Doug, I think Doug, Doug, grab some Q-tips. Doug, go, go get some. <laughs> By the way, don't put them in not too suppo- far. That's not good for you. Just on the outside. Yeah, right? I don't think but you're I, supposed to use Q-tips. I don't know why we all do. I don't think that's the thing that you're it, supposed it, you to. You can do. use them very carefully. And, um, and Doug, Doug's usually a smart guy. He's he's kind of a you know he's a. He's a guy that takes the opposite view on a lot of stuff, and that's fine. But I think we pretty much said the reason why Oklahoma is in the shape they're in is because last year they had more playmakers, and it was also a team that very easily, you know, could have lost five games, but they had enough guys to make the plays. Yeah, this and year, look, they don't. And look, I, I don't feel as though we're making excuses. We're giving explanations, right? I feel as though I've certainly said on these airwaves, and I know I've said elsewhere, the fact that OU is 5-5 five and five is inexcusable. The fact that they've lost so many games that they should – well, I, so many. It's three games. But three games in Oklahoma is a lot. Three games in the fourth quarter just due to the fact that they ran out of gas, it's inexcusable. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for this team. But I will certainly sit here and try to explain why it's happening. And what changed last year to this year that maybe we didn't realize up front or weren't cognizant of? And so, again, explanations, not excuses. There are no excuses for what's gone on at Oklahoma this year. No, it's it's embarrassing to be 5-5 five and five at Oklahoma. And, and, you know, we can talk about uh, th- there's so many. Look, I, I still think Baylor was a better football team that day. The Sooners could have won, though. Uh, Kansas State, better football team than Oklahoma. Sooners had a chance there, couldn't get it done. I don't think West Virginia is a better football team than Oklahoma, but guess what? Oklahoma was so bad being their worst enemy, particularly at crunch time, because there were areas in that game where you're like, man, the defense is getting pressure on the quarterback, making some tackles. They're doing some things. But when it mattered again, they couldn't get it done. And that's where last year's team won so many games, right? I mean, for a team that finished 11-2 and and you lose to Baylor and you lose to Oklahoma State, then uh, after Muleshoe leaves, Bob Stoops comes aboard, and then you go uh, win uh, the Alamo Bowl against Oregon, you finish 11-2. and But that team, uh, that was about as frustrating of an 11-2 in, in and football team as you could find. Because Sooner fans most of the year weren't happy. Right? They were wondering. And, look, they love Caleb Williams saving the day in the Cotton Bowl, saving the day in Lawrence. And, you know, Caleb Kelly, the two Calebs, saved the day, you know, against Texas. 
But they were also thinking, man, what is going on with this team? They are just, they're still, they're not winning games like they're supposed to win games. That's what we were talking about most of last year. And then about, why is, you know, why are these uh, stories about LSU coming up? And what's going on? Is there something going on behind the scenes? Uh, like I said, Parker, don't you remember that as an 11-2 and two season where there were so many question marks about, yeah, okay, Oklahoma's winning, but something, something's not right. Uh-huh. Here's, here's an outstanding text to follow up on that whole sentiment. When a house catches fire, they investigate. They, they just don't throw their hands in the air and say, no excuses, there was a fire, you are your record, which is 0-1 against house fires. No, you investigate to make sure it doesn't happen again. Uh, Doug says, Q-tipping my ears as you speak. And then we had another text. Hey, Doug, you know what, Doug? Hey, listeners, now, Doug is a very nice person. He brought us a lunch. It was a really good lunch out to the ref. Doug has his own opinions. He's welcome to those opinions. He is a, and we met him out at the 64 team giveaway. He's really a nice guy. Uh, we have another text from the 972 that says, Parker talking about it's inexcusable. You got a new car and look what happened. It is the Buffalo's fault. We are pinning you this know, on the Buffalo. Will, if the Sooners finish below 500, will you volunteer the uh, the great white buffalo for a uh, a smash up events that again, again, you, know, you could create you, you, all the money goes to an nil program or a collective the white buffalo collective listen okay here's here's what i will do i yes i will organize a smash up but i'm gonna have to figure out a way to get around once my car is smashed up so i might have to charge they, per swing the seth wadley auto group will have you taken care of man we, we'll talk to Seth Wadley, Exit 72 in Paul's Valley. If if you sacrifice the Buffalo, the Buffalo for the great great greatness or for the good of the Sooner Nation, then I'm sure a gentleman like Seth Wadley and his team will somehow get you in a vehicle. I'm, I'm not a guaranteeing it's totally free or anything, but I think that's a good public service you could do for Oklahoma fans if OU finishes if below If there is 500. enough public demand and the logistics are able to be worked out, we will make it happen. In the ref parking lot? In the ref parking lot. Or mm. in the uh, in the lawn, adjacent to the ref parking lot. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, I'm here at Champion Home Loans. Friendly people out here. And, uh, man, they've got a taco bar set up and everything. I don't know if I'll have time to partake, but I'm going to do my very best because you cannot turn down a taco. That is against human nature ladies and gentlemen and here at champion home loans they have a brand new location grand opening today 34 southwest 104th street here in more america champion home loans great rates low fees winning experience call them at 405-716-4565 or check them out online at winwithchampion.com to apply all right let's break right here when we get back we're going to hear from yeah, let's see. Who are we going to hear from? Brent Venables talking Spencer Sanders when we get back, plus more of your texts. We have T.J. Eckert coming up at 135 here on the home of Sooner fans, the ref.
Welcome back. It is Mike Steely, Steelman and Thune, here on your Thursday, here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. I am here at a really cool new place. It is Champion Home Loans, ladies and gentlemen. New location, 34 Southwest 104th Street, here in South Oklahoma City. And uh, we have the president, Chris Miller, here with us. And uh, Chris, how is everything? Oh, everything is great. Thanks for coming out today. Absolutely. Uh, you got a taco bar out here, a bunch of friendly people, and, uh, you know, having a good time out here on your grand opening here in South Oklahoma City. All right. So tell me, how has Champion Home Loans been so successful? Well, me and my business partner, Charles Foster, we've been doing this for a hot minute now, and we've been at a couple of different places together, and we've kind of collectively figured out what we wanted to take from the other places, what we wanted to leave behind, and with those ideas, we've built a, an extremely strong product that helps clients get into a home cheaper, easier, and more affordably. Yeah. How are you guys able to do that, do it better than the competition, and do it cheaper than the competition? So... We're what's called a mortgage broker. So when you walk in our doors, we have 21 different lenders that we shop from. So if you go into a big corporate bank, you're going to walk in, you're going to get one set of rates, one set of fees, one set of rules. You walk into us, you get 21 options. So you walk in, you're going to get to get 21 interest rates. We're super competitive. We've been open almost two years. We haven't lost a deal on interest rate yet. Awesome. On top of that, our, our lending fees, we don't charge any origination fees which is a huge deal. I don't think people realize how great of a, a benefit that is because on average we're saving clients $1,500 right off the bat. I like that, man. I'd, I'd take $1,500 right now, you know. Everybody would, and you guys are doing it right here, and you've got a lot of uh, people that are uh, happy with the services you provide. And as you said, it's it's a little bit a la carte in some ways because yes. you have so many options for them, right? Correct. Yeah, we can we can a la carte it out. You know, if you need a specialty loan, we do what's called non-QM lending. So maybe your employment doesn't fit the box of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. We can do non-QM lending where, like, we can take your bank statements and come up with an income number there to get, let you buy a house. And we're talking about it. local here. You're from Tuttle. It's, uh, you know, this this God's is, uh, that's exactly right. I mean, it's a good, solid Oklahoma-based business, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. Chris, appreciate the hospitality out here. You guys have a great setup, friendly people out here. And uh, I know you're going to be a success, and I just appreciate you uh, having us out. Hey, thanks for coming out. We appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Chris Miller from... Champion Home Loans, new location, grand opening today. All right, Parker, we have, let's hear, first of all, before we get out of here, and we're going to get to as many texts as we can uh, in the next segment. We have T.J. Eckert coming up next hour. This is Brent Venable, Sooner Head Coach, talking about, and everybody's wondering about, we know that Spencer Sanders came in to save the day against Iowa State last week for the Cowboys. Uh, So you would assume Spencer Sanders is clearly going to play. The question is, how healthy is Spencer Sanders? How effective can Spencer Sanders be in this matchup with Oklahoma? Here's what the Soonerhead man said about the Cowboy quarterback the other day. Incredibly experienced. He's a winner, you know. Uh, he's instinctive. He's fast. He's explosive. Got a quick release. Uh, he's, you can tell he's played. He's got a lot of moxie. You can tell he's played uh, a lot of football. The, the team rallies behind him, plays off of uh, his leadership and his energy, you know, 
sometimes the worst thing you can do is cover everybody uh, because he can he can really run and he's a true dual threat guy. They've got you know designed quarterback runs for him, but they do a good job of moving the launch point and but he makes all the throws. Really uh, excellent player. There you go, and uh, you know Cowboy fans have had a little bit of a love hate relationship with Spencer Sanders. Much more love later in his career. Now last year's Big Big Twelve Championship game, which Oklahoma State was inches away from winning, was clearly frustrating. But uh, you know Spencer Sanders has become the uh, kind of the the new leader of this Cowboy team. I'm not saying he wasn't in a leadership role before, but he clearly is the leader on this football team and. Parker, his health obviously means means everything to this football game. It does, Steely, because you think about the problems that Oklahoma dealt with earlier in the year when it came to replacing Dylan Gabriel. Oklahoma State's in a pretty similar position sans Spencer Sanders, right? These are yeah. two programs going up against each other that have no viable alternative if their starting quarterback goes down. And so if Spencer Sanders is fully healthy and – if he can stay fully healthy to the point where he can play a full game, then you really like Oklahoma State's chances to come in Norman and come away with a victory because they're playing more consistent football than Oklahoma is by a long shot. But at the same time, if there comes a point at which Sanders has to exit the game and you got to turn things over to Gunnar Gundy or Garrett Rangel, then all of a sudden it's Oklahoma State that's behind the eight ball, big time. Could this turn into... Davis Bevel versus Garrett Rangel or Gunnar Gundy. Well, you know what that means. Protect your quarterback. The quarterback that slides the most effectively uh, will have an advantage. you got to get down and don't take a hit. Hope there's not a Jamoy Hodge out there. You know, keep your quarterback upright and keep them healthy for this football game because you're right. I don't know if there's ever been a worse backup situation at OU or OSU in a Bedlam game than this. Now, uh, you know, I'd have to go way back to think about it. I, I can think about some worse starting quarterbacks that played in this game. Uh, wasn't it Tony Jones, I think, who played? Uh, was he the quarterback? I, I'm not asking you, Parker, because you're still a young pup. But, uh, you know, the Howard clip we played when Oklahoma State won in 95. I'm trying to think if that was Tony Jones. I'd have to go ahead and Google it up. But, uh, yeah, protecting your quarterback is very important. If you're putting that on the dry erase board before the game, you underline that about 20 times. And I'm sure they're doing that anyway. If this football game turns into Davis Bevel versus Gunnar Gundy, I might just leave, Steely. At that Can you point, imagine that is, on is it ABC, worth enduring the National cold TV? to watch yeah. that? <laughs> Man, you guys, uh, you had to battle the elements last week. We've had some casualties. If it's – I mean – if it turns into Davis Bevel versus Gunnar Gundy, what it effectively turns into is Michael Turk versus whoever Tom Hutton's backup is. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Sooners are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite in this matchup against the Cowboys. And, you know, lines sometimes can look weird, and I've heard more people say, how are Oklahoma favored in this game? Well, I think a lot of it is the health of Spencer Sanders. Home field's going to give you three or four points. Um, Vegas usually knows what's going on, so we'll see if they know Saturday night. Pre-game show on the ref on Saturday. We'll have it all covered for you right here in the home of Sooner fans. Another hour coming up. Keep it right here.
Ah, uh, yes, we're going to be talking up until uh, 2 o'clock. want to thank everybody out here at a uh, really cool place, Champion Home Loans. Good people out here, and there, uh, there's some Sooner football memorabilia out here, and we've got some Sooner football conversation happening between the breaks. Uh, so basically, we're just continuing the show during the commercial breaks out here. New location, grand opening, 34 Southwest 104th Street in South Oklahoma City. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, Winning experience. Call them up at 405-716-4565 or visit them online with winwithchampion.com to apply. All right, I'm just saying, hey, I got people out here wearing OU gear. I'm not going to name any names, but I was told during one of the breaks that somebody knows was it, it was Billy Bowman's uh, aunt that said Billy told now this is this is I am not throwing out this as a story, but somebody told me out here that Billy Bowman's aunt said that Billy told her Billy Bowman told the aunt that Peyton Bowen is coming to Oklahoma, that it's basically a done deal. Boom! There how, it is, as first reported by Mike it. Steely on these now airwaves. Peyton source, Bowen is silently that's only committed one, to Oklahoma. That's o- that's only one source. That's only one source, and that's that's the report I got. This is from a credible-looking individual. I'm just saying. This isn't some, you know, hayseed who walked in here, you know, just like, ah, there's the Betty Bowman, there's Betty Bowman. You know, this is a credible, um, well-meaning individual who's been a longtime listener and said, for whatever it means, that's what was told to me. So, if you want to believe Billy Bowman's aunt, Peyton Bowen is coming to Oklahoma. I am, don't put my name on this. I'm just telling you. We did last week, we did what? Pulitzer Peabody award winning kind of journalism when we got uh, Taylor Wine's name pronunciation. You know, we got two sources. This is only one source. I would not go to press with this. If they said, can we print it? I would say, nope, you can't print it. Keep digging. But that's what I heard. Now, what do we know about the uh, Bowen Hicks fund? We don't what call, it, hey, hey, the, we, BHF, Steely, you're not supposed yes. to, you're not supposed to BHF. use the full acronym. Just that's B- right. BHF. BHF, what's it up to? If you know, you know, and if you don't know, find somebody who does know. There you uh, go. Yeah, you're right. The situation on the BHF, I think yesterday's update was that it was up to $330,000, something like that. So you're 10% of the way to that $3 million threshold. Hmm. Okay. And uh, this is going to be very interesting. I don't know. Here's what I said three weeks ago. Maybe, yeah, I think it was three weeks ago. And, again, when you, when you talk about the Major League Hall of Fame recruiting reporters, and Parker's much more than that. He is a, he's a solid host and just a fine, fine broadcaster. But he's also, you know, uh, one of the best recruiting reporters getting information and insight. He and Brandon do a great job. And, again, I'm, I'm not in their ballpark, but I said I thought like three weeks ago that it's going to be Vosick to Texas, Anthony Evans to Georgia, David Hicks to Oklahoma when it's all said and done. Am I crazy? 
What do you think, Parker? I, I mean, yes, you're crazy, Steely, but I don't think that uh, that prognostication is terribly far-fetched because, as I've said, I think Oklahoma is the most likely landing spot right now for Peyton Bowen. And I think as far as this weekend is concerned, it all comes down to whether you can sell Damian Sanford on Oklahoma, in my mind. Because, look, the, the money's going to be there. The money is going to be there for DJ Hicks at Oklahoma. Money is not going to be an object, especially with the advent of the BHF, right? And so if you can convince his best friend that he's a fit in Norman as well, then it's the best of both worlds for DJ Hicks, and you don't got to worry about the flaming disaster that is College Station, Texas right now. Yes, we said that OU is a uh, – the dumpster at OU is smoldering somewhat, you know. There's some flames there. But A&M's is a raging inferno right now. There's no doubt about it. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe there needs to be a Sanford fund, too. What somebody, can we call that? Somebody on the text line says, what's the situation on the White Buffalo trade-in fund? Wouldn't I love to know? Wouldn't I love to know? Uh, here's a text. This comes from Kendall. Kendall says, if the coach was Bill Smith, people wouldn't be saying it's his first year. But because it's Brent Venables, people are like, give him time. Yes, Kendall, you're exactly right. Because you know why? Bill Smith hasn't coached in eight national championship games. Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't have any question marks here at all. I mean, everything's going to be fine. You know, it's like that. uh, It's like that meme with the dog in the raging inferno. It's fine. You know, no. You don't need to be there. But I think it's way, way, way too early to even think about getting anywhere near pulling the plug on this deal. Uh, You know, what happened with the – remember when uh, Jim Harbaugh was an absolutely clueless moron, right? Yes. Yes, I do. And he's a strange individual, yes. But guess what? He's got Michigan rolling again, and they didn't panic. Um, So I know everybody's frustrated. And uh, I know I've probably, uh, you know, at home where I can do this in my home, have delivered some expletives that I didn't think I would throw out there during this season. But I I still think that, um, you know, this is a good staff. And, uh, you know, based on what they're doing with, you know, facilities and NIL now, they're really catching up there. I I just think you've got to give it time. And I know even next year, man, you know, next year could be fairly frustrating as well. But I I still believe in this staff. I do. And, look, three years down the road, I might be an absolute moron. I I mean, I'm already at a moronic level, but I mean a a, a total moron. Okay, Marvin Mims has had an interesting year, man. Marvin Mims, really talented player, but he's had some drops, man. Last week, right there, early on in West Virginia, uh, you know, that's a game Oklahoma probably should have led 17 to nothing, right? And you think you have control of that football game. You may not have it totally in the win column, but you're moving in a pretty good direction to put it there. And then when Marvin gets open later in the game, Dylan Gabriel overthrows him again. So it's been a frustrating year. But Marvin Mim said, you know what, they're trying to hang in there as best they can. So what are the goals now for the rest of the season for OU? Just finish strong. I mean, we got two more games left. You know, this one's a big one, especially uh, how it ended last year. You know, the stakes on it last year to go to the Big 12 championship and uh, us losing the way we did last second. Um, you know, it's a big game. It always is. This one always means a little bit more. So, 
Um, you know, we're getting prepped for it. Everybody's motivated. We're just getting ready to play. There's definitely motivation around here right now. Everybody's motivated. Um, you know, we're 5-5, five and five, you know. It is what it is, but at the end of the day, I mean, we still want to come out here and play football. And like I said earlier, I mean, these are our rivals. You know, we want to come out here and just put on a show against them. There you go. Sooners, seven-and-a-half-point favorites again against uh, Oklahoma State coming up uh, at 6.30 on ABC Saturday night down in Norman. By the way, we want to thank another great organization, the Seth Wadley Auto Group in Paul's Valley, for all that they do, sponsoring our second hour and getting uh, Oklahomans in some great vehicles with uh, a great guarantee and at a great price. Uh, Exit 72 in Paul's Valley, cars, trucks, SUVs, uh, you know, pre-owned vehicles, whatever you're looking for, they'll get the job done at the Seth Wadley Auto Group. And, again, the incredible guarantee, best I've heard in the business, oil changes, engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. All right. Um, you know, the Sooners, when you look at next year on uh, the offensive side of the ball, who have the best two players been this year? Eric Gray, Anton Harrison. Can we say, go with those two? I would say Eric Gray and Braden Willis. Braden went, but how many will be coming back next year? Uh, okay, well, you're not getting Anton Harrison back. You're nope. not getting Eric Gray back. You're not getting Probably Braden not. Willis back. So, again, think about that. And then uh, – Best player on defense when Billy Bowman's been healthy, he's 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 been that guy. But other than that, would you go uh, Deshaun White? And I know the linebacking play has been very inconsistent. Yeah, it's just like um, C.J. Colvin, be- honestly, like th- beyond Billy Bowman, I don't know if there's a single guy on this defense that has truly stood out and been consistent all year. Bowman is the one guy. Yeah, and uh, again, how much did uh, did it affect OU losing Billy Bowman uh, early on in that game against TCU? Quite a bit. And I'm not saying they would have had a chance to win the game. They were getting their socks blown off in that game. But uh, clearly that played a, a, a huge role. Uh, guys who disappointed this year that we still think are talented. And again, it's not like they've been horrible. Brent stood up for Denny, Danny Stutzman. Uh, the other day and said, you know, I think Danny's improving. He's had a pretty good year. But, you know, he's been very inconsistent. I think the talent is there. Uh, Woody Washington, would you classify Woody as okay or a little disappointing? What would you say on on Woody's play? I Woody's just been – he's been there, man. Like, he hasn't flashed really, but he hasn't been bad. He's just kind of been there. And unfortunately, there's a lot of guys on this defense as well. Even if they haven't been ostensibly bad, even if they haven't screwed up and made mistakes, they've just kind of been there. You know, Jaden Davis is kind of in that same category. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and again, I think uh, people immediately, you know, on, on Woody Washington, you, you think to the TCU game, you know, and what that was like where those guys just were, you know, Players were running wide open for TCU, and when they had them covered, they didn't make a play on the ball, didn't turn their head towards uh, the ball, and they were basically tackling receivers. That was a nightmare of a game for OU. Okay, uh, 405-651-3439. Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Getting ready for a break. We've got T.J. Eckert coming up in about 15 minutes. Champion, home loans. New location, grand opening here at 34 Southwest, 104th Street in Oklahoma City. 
Champion home loans, great rates, low fees, winning experience. Call them up, 405-716-4565. Be right back. We are back here at Champion Home Loans. It is a friendly group out here, and they're going to treat you right. New location here in Moore, 34th uh, Southwest 104th Street here in Moore. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, winning experience. Well, Baker Mayfield hasn't been involved in a winning experience, really, uh, in the NFL this year. Although Carolina did win, and Baker uh, provided some uh, good uh, headbutts for his teammates after it was Atlanta they beat, I think it was, last week. Anyway, Baker is going to be starting coming up this weekend. P.J. Walker out, Baker Mayfield in, Sam Darnold might be able to play as well. Let's hear what Baker had to say about being back in the saddle this week versus Baltimore. It's a very different situation with um, some faces not being here anymore, and, and that's not being shady or anything it's just it's just different you know um a lot of guys that are you know finding their roles uh and have stepped up in a big way so we we just kind of found our identity as this time has gone on and i'm I'm just excited to get back out there uh with our guys and you know try and stack these wins and see where it goes there you go all right and baker uh were you surprised the post-game headbutts became such a big deal I've always done that. It just so happened to get caught on camera. I've done that since college. It, I love this game. I, lo- I love my teammates. We, we work too hard not to enjoy it. Um, yeah, a good headbutt every once in a while goes a long way. There you go. What did you think of the post-game headbutting by Baker? Yeah, I was, I was kind of in the same boat. I was like, why, why are people making such a big deal out of this? Because it is something that I've seen Baker do before. And, you know, when you kind of understand his vigor and his fire for the game, it makes sense. Right. And so, yeah, I, I I found it odd that it became such a big deal on social media. But, you know, people people enjoy the content that Baker provides, regardless of whether it's on the field or off. He's just a colorful personality. And that was a very conspicuous, very public example of him just being colorful. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's Baker. That, that's Baker Mayfield. I don't know why it surprised so many people. I mean, uh, personally, you know, I, I wouldn't uh, would do it myself, but you've seen Baker Mayfield do stuff like that all the time. I guess some people could say, well, he's a professional now. He needs to grow up. Well, you know, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. Uh, by the way, can first of all, by the way, uh, our promo, I sound like I'm really a not a nice person. Have you heard it? Which 
promo are you the talking about? The promo for our show. Some of you people need to get outside and get a life. Oh, really? Is that what they cut? Yes. I mean, that's to be fair, you, you, that's fine. Somebody's, okay. Steely, I know, but I'm I'm a nice guy. I'm I not like that every that. day. Listen, everybody that actually listens to you understands that. But here's the thing. People who haven't listened to you or are listening for the first time, like, you're the elder statesman here. you got to kind of embrace and adopt the old man yells at cloud persona. See, that's what they're going for. They have stereotyped me. Who did that? Was that Drake? He made me the old man yelling at a cloud. And look, sometimes I am the old man yelling at a cloud. But when I'm the old man yelling at a cloud every hour, that's a problem. Because genuinely, I would say at least 350 days a year, I'm a pretty nice guy, pretty easygoing. I don't scream at the listeners that much. That listener probably deserved it. Yeah, probably so. I mean, there are there are those on the text line every now and then who come up asking for it. Uh, somebody on the text line says, please tell us the steel man will be doing his traditional Thanksgiving with the stoops. It's the best. It's been a while since he did one of those, hadn't it? It's been a long time. Uh, the only way I might be able to – maybe I could get a classic from uh, my old friend uh, Lump. That's That was his nickname on the air. Uh, I'll see if I can reach out to him and maybe get a classic. Like we played the uh, classic. By the way, let's play that again. Uh, Howard 95 Bedlam reacts. Because what I'd have to do is reach back to the archives and see if, you know, my buddy David Hernandez has some of those. And if they, if he, if he can send me one, we can play one. All right. But, uh, yesterday people were in awe of hearing Howard's real voice again. This was Howard Schnellenberger, the, the 95 Sooners, Howard's one year. They lost 12 to nothing in Norman to Oklahoma State. They were shut out. Uh, Howard, of course, finished 5-5-1, and one, and David Boren said, see ya. But uh, after the game, I think it was somebody said Broderick Simpson and Gary Nord as, got into it. Gary Nord was an assistant coach, and maybe it was another assistant coach. I don't want to throw the wrong info out. But there was a uh, – there was a – a bit of a fracas in the uh, Sooner postgame locker room, and this was Howard Schnellenberger after the game back in 1995. This is classic Howard. The mood of the locker room was uh, was very uh, um, controversial. It was very uh, – the kids were upset with each other and, uh, and, it, was de- and it was demonstrated. Something that uh, is not very good to see happen on a football team, but uh, it does happen. Yes, yesterday Parker heard that for the first time, and I I think he is somewhat in awe of the uh, Schnellenberger voice. And he did have a grin on his face the whole time. I'd heard his voice before, and I, Mm -hmm. I knew how good and how accurate your impression of Howard is. But it's just, it's sound bites like that where. He's he's effectively acknowledging that he's lost the locker room and he has no control yeah. over the program. Which is like, <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's I mean, you... <laughs> it's less and less surprising that this guy only lasted eleven games as Oklahoma's head coach. Well, and the thing is, you get the uh, you get the mental picture in your mind of like a Western saloon brawl that broke out in the OU post game locker room afterwards. You know, it was uh, certainly uh, controversial. And kids are upset with each other. Uh, I'm not way out of practice on Howard, but 
That, ladies and gentlemen, is a great Bedlam moment presented by Howard Schnellenberger. Okay, by the way, uh, I want to take a little personal time here for like one minute and wish my wife, Shay, the lovely Shay, a happy birthday. I won't mention the age. It involves a six and a zero. But I want to wish her a very, very happy birthday because she is the best. Uh, talking about, you know, Michael Turk out kicking his coverage sometimes. Well, that, that I did by a mile. I mean, I have no idea why she would be like w- with a foolish nerd like me who can barely, well, can't change a tire, you know, has to rely on AAA. But she hasn't punted me yet, and I'm very fortunate to have her as my wife. She's awesome. And uh, just want to tell her I love her very much. And uh, happy 60th. Uh, I mean, happy 6 0. Uh, very, very wise phrasing on your Steely, part. You're not supposed to mention their age. You're in big trouble when you get back home to the homestead. Hey, you know what, Steely? It's just refreshing to know that you found a sooner because we have heard many a tale of your erstwhile relationships with Aggies and Longhorns, just to pick two examples. And... I had uh, a, uh, well, first, I was married to a Longhorn. That should, be, that should be like a horror movie title. I was married to a Longhorn. And, uh, that could be it the was, title of your autobiography. Yes. Or a chapter of your autobiography. Now I'm back, uh, you know, uh, then I uh, decommitted and got back to a Sooner. I, I had an A&M Aggie um, there was no commitment there, just a couple visits, but and uh-huh. they were frightening, you know. But uh, no, I, I'm, I've got a great wife. She's awesome, great, 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 great wife. So happy birthday to the lovely Shay. All right, uh, do we want to get a couple texts in real quick? We have a couple minutes to do that before we bring uh, TJ on in the next segment. Sure, let's go right ahead. Michael from OKC says, "Steely, remember this? They brought me in not to run the wishbone." That's Howard. right. Yes, that was Steely that remembers was, that one. They, uh, they, they. That was one of his opening lines at his first press conference. He also told two of uh, my friends, radio uh, buddies. Well, I'll just say their names. Back at Craig Humphreys and Jim Traber back in the day, went down to visit Howard, and we were trying to get you know the Howard Schnellenberger show at the, where we were broadcasting at the time, and Howard said. We are there to lose. National championships out here. Not one of them was, was won without cheating. So Howard basically said every Sooner National Championship was won by cheating. And uh, that was their first meeting with Howard. He was uh, he was an interesting character. Tried it well, he didn't try. He changed the uniforms and everything. It was it was a bad deal. Really bad deal. Okay, before we get to a break here, one more text because we have an update on the BHF per a listener in the 918. It's Can over a million. It's over 440K as of today. All right, there you go. There you go. Now, is that, but that amount's being matched, right? Or is that the amount? Yes, with that the amount matching? is matched. It will be matched. Okay, so basically you're looking at almost 900,000 right now. Effectively. Based on, yes. Yeah, okay. 
There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, I am here at a great, great place. You want to save some money. It's appropriate. Parker's playing that bumper. Champion Home Loans, new location, grand opening, 34 Southwest 104th Street here in South Oklahoma City. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, winning experience, 405-716-4565. We'll be right back. We are back here at Champion Home Loans. Nice people out here. Want to save a little money? They've got ways for you to save a lot of money out here at Champion Home Loans. I love this song. Edgar Winter Group. One of the best songs of the 70s right there. Good stuff. All right, uh, T.J. Eckert going to be joining us here in a second, uh, KTUL-TV sports director, coming up talking a little Bedlam football as the Sooners enter the Bedlam matchup as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against the Cowboys. Riverwind Casino, ladies and gentlemen, you talk about a championship outfit. I love the folks over at Riverwind, had a good uh, business relationship with him for a long time. Justin, their GM, is big-time Hall of Fame guy, over 2,800 electronic games, all your favorite table games, great poker room, best bars and dining, Coupe Ale House Bar, the River Buffet, uh, Chips and Ales, the Seasons Food Court, the great promotions like the new member seven, uh, new patrons who sign up for a wild card at Riverwind can earn up to $450 in one day. That's a heck of a deal. And we also have Bedlam Beats and Bites happening Friday night. It, yeah, it's going to be a little bit chilly, a little bit, but the wind is not going to be much of a factor at all. And uh, they're going to do their best to keep you warm out there. If you dress in, a, you know, a couple layers and everything, you get the uh, the, the warmers on your feet, um, you know, and your gloves out and everything, you're going to be fine because you've got a great show with the Eli Young Band and Wade Bowen as the opening act. Food trucks, all your favorites are going to be out there. Kid-friendly environment. Bring your folding chairs, bring your appetite, and bring bring your ears for a great concert. Battle and Beats and Bites, Friday night. Out at Riverwind, uh, individual tickets are 5 bucks online at riverwind.com. And if you're going to the casino, you can just pick them up there at the box office. Again, 5 bucks a piece. T.J. Eckert joining us on the Riverwind Casino hotline today. And, uh, T.J., what is your uh, Thursday take on this Bedlam matchup? What are you uh, thinking about as storylines for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State this weekend right now? Yeah, Steely, I think uh, for me it's it feels so unknown because there's so many questions around both programs. Like I still feel like maybe the questions we've had early in the season about OU still haven't been answered. feels like there's questions around the health of Oklahoma State. They've had so many guys out in recent weeks. I mean, Spencer Sp- Sanders comes in off the bench in the fourth quarter last week for 
OSU, and, and we still don't know his full health. Um, he hardly took any hits, if any hits, um, in that game against Iowa State. We don't know his health. Uh, we, don't, we don't know how, which OU team's going to show up. Uh, if it's the OU team that's shown up in recent weeks, well, that's not good. And then if, we don't know what kind of OSU team's going to show up. Uh, struggled with Iowa State, lost back-to-back games in Kansas. It's kind of a weird, it's a weird bedlam. Um, last year, you think about last year, where both teams in the top ten, college football playoff implications, and then fast forward to a year, and uh, it's crazy to see where both programs are at right now. TJ, as you look at the situation for Oklahoma and all the games that they've been close in, uh, been right there in, and just failed to close out here in 2022, have we gotten to the point where you just got to see this team win a close football game to believe that they can? Yeah, I think so. Parker, I think that's great. I think that's a great point. Um, and uh, counterpoint, how great has it been not to hear we're close in a press conference this season, uh-huh. by the way? Yeah, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard it the one time, so that's been pretty good. Uh, for me, I think that's that's what it, that's exactly right. Um, in fact, what is it now? Three losses that have come down to the wire. Um, those other two losses, you can account to not having your starting quarterback and then just playing a really good TCU team. It feels like they just haven't. There's there is a thing of learning how to win, and while this program itself has has a, obviously a history of winning, as we've talked about all year long, the roster itself hasn't played a lot of games in a Sooner uniform. And so learning how to win, being a new head coach and finding a way to win uh, late in games, that stuff takes time. That stuff, that stuff takes uh, you practice, and by practice I mean doing it. Um, so finding a way to, you know, close out a game in the fourth quarter, finding a way to get that one stop you need, finding a way to pick up that one third down you need, that's, that's all stuff that has to be learned and done uh, in a game, and they just unfortunately haven't done that yet. So, um, you know, Oklahoma State's played a lot of close games and won a lot of close games in recent years, and OU this season just hasn't done that yet. So it'd be interesting to see if the game is close in the second half, close in the fourth quarter, whatever. Is there going to be a guy who steps up and makes that play? Is there going to be a guy on defense that, that deflects the pass on third down to stop a drive? Uh, those are all things that they really haven't done consistently enough this season to win those close ball games. T.J. Eckert, our guest, Riverwind Casino Hotline, 405-329-9000. Uh, we, we put a little uh, bit together the other day of Mike Gundy's stand-up comic, uh, you know, with some uh, comedy club laughter in the background and everything as he was going off on, you know, Bosworth and Jamel Holloway. I thought it was great, personally. Isn't it amazing to see Mike Gundy has always had a different kind of press conference, but now that Mike Holder's not there and now that, you know, Boone Pickens has passed, may he rest in peace, and you've got a new school president and everything, and I think he loves his relationship with Chad Weiberg, it's almost like Mike Gundy, you know, completely unfiltered. Uh, He just seems to be having his best time right now, I think, as the Oklahoma State football coach. He's had so many old-school Gundy-type bites this season that they're kind of running off. You know, it's kind of hard to remember all of them. Earlier in the year, uh, Steely, he had a soundbite where he said that he doesn't do anything anymore when he coaches. He said he he has no responsibilities as a head coach. He made the joke that uh, his son came into his office one day during uh, during the week in practice or whatever and said that, and Mike said I was just sitting there, and he said, do you even do anything? And Mike said, they pay me to think. I mean that's just. I mean, how good is that? That's just. That's just. That's just classic Gundy. The guy 
you're right. I think it, and honestly, like you said, it says it says wonders about his relationship with the administration, but it probably says a lot about how he feels about his team. I think he's got a lot of confidence in the leadership in that team and in the locker room, and and likes where he's at um, going into the week, the game that week. And so, uh, yeah, you just got to stick a mic in front of Gundy and, then, and let that guy go. TJ, for Oklahoma defensively, I mean, I I know everybody's searching for answers. And the answers don't appear to be coming. But as as you look across the board at this defense, what realistically can you fix and can you improve upon over the last two, potentially three games this season? And what do you simply have to cut your losses with and just count on fixing in the offseason heading into 2023? Yeah, so it feels like we are 10 games in the season. They're still searching for that identity, identity, right? Parker. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't feel like they've really nailed something down to say, okay, this is what we can hang our hat on. This is the front. We like the best. This is the blitz package. We like the best. This is the 11 guys on the field. Really? Uh, that we like the best in close game situations. It felt like, it feels like every game we get a little bit something different uh, with, with this defense in terms of the fronts they're using, the blitzes they're using. Last week, I felt like they really, amped up the pressure against West Virginia. I felt like they brought a lot of different blitzes, different types of blitzes. Um, that's the most I think I've seen them pressure in a while, and I could be wrong on that. But it just felt that way. It felt like they were just, they said, screw it, pin their ears back, and just and, and just brought a bunch of different guys from a bunch of different spots. So, um, there's, you know, we in the media and us fans or whatever, we're searching for answers, but it, it sure seems like the coaching staff is trying to find the best thing for their defense as well this late in the season. So I would say in terms of what can be fixed right now, it, to me, just from a, from a football standpoint, the even front, the four-man front is their best front. feels like they can just stay in that and trust that and roll with it. You can mix in some odd front arrow once in a while and bring some different pressures, but the even front what has worked best so far. Um, but in terms of what you can't fix, for some reason there's just a lack of physicality up front. Um, and that's something that has to be taught and brought into a program, and, it, and that just hasn't happened yet. So um, I would imagine the next two weeks you won't see just like an increase in physicality that happens. I think that's something that's got to be built within the program uh, as we move forward. Okay, uh, TJ, before we let you go, if the unthinkable happens and neither team can protect uh, the starting quarterback, and if it's, this turns into like Davis Bevel versus uh, Garrett Rangel or Gunnar Gundy, will you continue watching Bedlam or will you flip to the Hallmark Channel and watch a holiday movie with uh, Catherine Bell and Lacey Chabert? <laughs> If I was sitting at home, Steely, I, I would probably wouldn't have a choice. That the channel will get flipped. Unfortunately, I will be on the field Saturday, so yep. I have literally no choice. I will be there on the sidelines shooting the game. So uh, I, I will be, I will continue to watch if this turns into a train wreck, regardless, because, uh, like I said, it's my job and I have no choice. I'll be literally on the field. <laughs> there you go. TJ, appreciate your time. Thanks again. We'll talk again soon. You bet. See you, Steely. See you, Parker. You know what we should be doing, Parker? We we need to uh, provide uh, TJ like a gift certificate somewhere. The, I mean, the man and, and like Caden also in Tulsa, they come on every time we ask. They come, boom, Jesse Crittenden. We need to get like TJ, uh, who's been a mainstay up there in Tulsa and coming on with us all the time, and Caden, and like Jesse Crittenden, like, I don't know, a little something-something. Can we get a collective together? A to fruit basket? Him? Maybe. Why not? Yes.
Why not? A fruit basket would be very, uh, very, very good. Nice little so gesture. maybe we can, we should start our own collective. Listen, it, we can start our own collective, but I think if we were to start our own collective, the first thing that would need to happen under the watch of our collective is we'd need to organize a demolition of the White Buffalo. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. But here's the deal with our collective. We're collecting for ourselves. Yes. Is that greedy? The SDC, the Steely Thune Collective? <laughs> Who's this going to, student-athletes? No, uh, it's going to us. You just send us your money. It's kind of what Bernie Madoff did, right? Yes, I'm pretty sure that's why he ended up in jail. Yeah. Is Bernie Not still alive? Guy. Is he hanging on? I don't know if Bernie's still alive. I don't think he is. You know what? Because Bernie made off with all their money. That's why he went to prison. All right, we got a break right here. No more cheesy jokes from me. My my apologies. One more segment to go before we get locked in here on the ref. Yes, sir. We are back for one final segment here at Champion Home Loans. Great place. Cool people out here, man. I could hang out here. I could hang out here. I wonder if they'd give me an office. A little hammock in it. We just do uh, some radio out here every now and then. I like it. Good people out here at Champion Home Loans. New location, grand opening, 34 Southwest 104th Street here in Moore. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, winning experience. Phone number to call, 405-716-4565. Or you can visit winwithchampion.com to apply. They've got a bunch of different, uh, as we called it, kind of an a la carte approach where uh, they can uh, help you with what you need in terms of a loan and uh, work with you to get that done. So, Come home with champion today with champion home loans. Uh, how about last night, a little college basketball? Parker, the uh, the Longhorns handled Gonzaga 93-74. Tyrese uh, Hunter had 26. Drew Timmy, is Drew Timmy ever going to leave Gonzaga? Had 18. Come on. Uh, the OU men host South Alabama tomorrow night, seven o'clock, ESPN Plus. The Jaguars are one and two. The Sooners are two and one. Disappointing home opener. Uh, the loss to uh, the Bearcats of Sam Houston State, but they bounce back with a win over Pine Bluff and a win uh, over UNC Wilmington in uh, in the game the other night, and looking a lot better. Uh, Thursday night football tonight: the Titans in Green Bay at Lambeau Field, Tennessee at six and three. The uh, Packers. Beat America's team last week. They're four and six. Seven fifteen on Prime 
video, Titans and the Packers. And uh, Thunder got it done last night, beating the Wizards in D.C. Shea Gilgis-Alexander continues to be on a, a tear, one of the best guards in the NBA this year. He is having a phenomenal season, 42 points last night. The game-winning three, Thunder wins. Uh, they're 7-8 and eight in the season. Next up, they play at Memphis tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. All right. Uh, Parker, is there any other news you want to impart? Uh, uh, any strange rumors I, out there about recruiting or I, anything? I have some news, Steely. Uh-oh. Oh, no. It's, what, it's, is it good or bad? It's going to give you an assignment for this evening. Oh, Mule really? Shoe was just on Cowherd. Oh, really? All Heard right, the Air well, Comfort Solutions text line. Multiple we'll sources some audio. on the Air Comfort Solutions text line indicating that Mule Shoe did indeed appear on the herd today. So the bromance continues with Cowherd and Muleshoe. Oh, boy. people! I'm, I'm having to filter through texts because I guess a lot of people saw Muleshoe on Cowherd and they have opinions. Mm. Uh, by the way, somebody said, did Schnellenberger do the voice work for the Swedish chef on the Muppets? <laughs> Maybe. They pretty much sound alike. The one and only Drake Dyken, ladies and gentlemen, has arrived uh, Drake, we do have an issue with this headset. I plugged it in to two, three, and four. Did not work. This one did work. So, just saying, we might want to look at that. Drake is uh, America's finest engineer. From uh, That's what they tell me. From the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Steely, the fact that you know the names of Hallmark actresses means you are not a grouchy old man. Well, I mean, Catherine Bell back in the day when she was on JAG, there was a little bit of a crush there. And uh, Lacey Chabert, I'm a fan of Lacey Chabert's work on the Hallmark Channel. When sometimes it's my wife's birthday today, you need a happy wife in your life, and your life will be better too. And Shay loves the holiday movies. And you know what? Sometimes I'll sit there and I'm like, I can't believe, I so hope they're going to get together, you know, by the end of the movie. And guess what? They usually do. So, anyway, yeah, Shea Bear might be the queen of uh, Hallmark holiday movies. She's up there, definitely. We have one text, and people are already looking forward to tomorrow. Light up, Tebow, Steelman. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's a strong possibility. I wonder what kind of BS they're spewing now. I wonder if you ask him about what's going on at Oklahoma. Why is the perception of the Pac-12 so poor? Why don't people take the Pac-12 seriously? Because it's, I mean, uh, USC's only win over a ranked team. Just They just got one this week because they beat Oregon State, which entered the uh, college football rankings at 23. Now, look, I think USC's good offensively. They're not as good without Travis Dye uh, moving forward. Uh, Jordan Addison's been banged up. But, I mean, it's, I don't know, like UCLA this weekend, there'll be hundreds of people there at the Rose Bowl for that matchup. But, I, you know, I don't know how good UCLA is. I, USC's not winning out, though. They're, they're not beating UCLA. They're not beating Notre Dame, and they're not beating Oregon. I mean, I'm just saying they're going to lose at least one of those, right? I would think so. I think, like, like I said, I think they lose to Notre Dame, assuming they're in the Pac-12 championship, even with the loss to Notre Dame, which that's a non-conference game, so they would be. Um, I think they lose the Pac-12 championship game as well, which would put them in. Wait for it, the Alamo Bowl. Unfortunately, in 2022, 
Even the Alamo Bowl is too good of a draw for Oklahoma. How about that? Or would you rather see Muleshoe get to the playoffs somehow and get run again? That'd be that'd by be like, somewhat by gratifying. Like take, by like seeing Georgia beat him sixty-three to fourteen or something. That would be enjoyable. All right, we got to get out of here, man. Great people out of here at Champion Home Loans. I've enjoyed myself. Friendly. They'll do a great job for you. New location, 34 Southwest 104, uh, 3104th Street here in Oklahoma City. Uh, Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, winning experience. Phone number to call, 405-716-4565. Thank you to the Seth Wadley Auto Group. We're going to get locked in. With Parker and Tyler McComas coming up next. Everybody have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll see you.